0: Hey, this is Todd coming to you from the uh, Sports Library and Spirituality in Verona, Wisconsin, and I just want to say thank you to to Anchor and Spotify for the uh, the chance to be the chance to have a podcast, and I would like to also say thank you to the listeners too. Thank you. Hey, I'm Todd, coming to you from the uh Sports and Spiritual Library here in Verona, Wisconsin, and uh in my apartment. Just wanted to uh I just wanna talk a little bit about the Badger game tonight. Uh yeah, it's just seven minutes without a point. You know, and, and I get so up I get I get to the point where I get so upset with them and I can't watch them. You know, but the problem is that I see is that they got—they're not running a thorough offense. Guards got them so out of whack. You know, it's like <laughs> that team—that team can score points. That team can score. That team could average seventy points a game as a team, with a decent scheme. Uh, you know, and, and that's the thing I love about the Badgers. I, I just—I just get upset because I think to myself. These guys aren't that bad. Something else is, you know, I mean, when you got Connor and you got Chucky Hepburn and you have got Tyler Wall, Stephen Crawl, all those guys are good players. You know, there's there's no reason to be, and then, you know, the guys on the bench, yeah, they're pretty, uh... <laughs> I should say Tyler Wall is a good player, too, you know, and Johnny Davis. Oh, not Johnny. Anyways. Um... Jordan Davis, but the thing is for me is that I just don't see enough of that offense. You know, <clears> these <throat> guys aren't here. I'm listening to Ohio State tonight too, and you know they're talking about all oh, their, their their defense and you uh, held Wisconsin scoreless for seven minutes. They're talking about you know all these players the Badges have, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I don't understand. Why they just stand around, bounce, bounce. You know, I'm listening to the last part of the game, and uh, all I'm hearing is bounce, 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 bounce with the Badgers, you know? And it's just like, you gotta. if you're going to have a swing offense, you have to be able to maneuver the ball back and forth and get mismatches. You know, and that's the thing. If you're going to swing it around the perimeter, you got to be able to swing it around the perimeter. You find a way to do it. You know, there's certain ways and aspects you can do that. Yeah, and you know, and, and it just happens so many times that if they lose games in the last in the last part part of the uh, last part of the game because they don't do what they need to do, they don't do what they need to do to get points, to get falls, and to get. Uh, you know and it's so uh, I think one of the one of the things that I noticed is that they're having problems with uh sting and rhythm because they're standing around, you know and yeah I know that there's a Phil Ford and <laughs> uh four corners stall back way back when without a shot clock um but it just seems to me that they uh they fall into a hole. He fall into a hole, and uh, mentally, and it's hard to come back out of. It's not pressure either. You know, it, it's not pressure because at this point in time, when you know you're uh, you're upperclassman, and you're hitting a, uh, you're hitting about. Oh, Stephen Crawford. He's even hitting. I think he's hitting over sixty percent, barely. <laughs> This guy should be able to shoot eighty eighty percent in his sleep. And you know and, and what I see with the uh you know with North with the what I see on the the Northwestern game, what I saw in the uh in the game tonight, it was ugly. You know, and, and that's and I'm not even getting to the Illinois game. Because we all know what happened there. You know, it's like had the Badgers had that big run, only came back against that big run again. You know, it was like fifteen to two, I think. Run for the Badgers. And I think the Illinois came back with a seventeen to two run of their own. I'm kind of skipping around, I'm sorry, about it. I'm just like I just like I like talking about this stuff because you know it's fun watching the game tonight actually it's fun <laughs> it's fun reading and listening to it at the same time, but that's what I see is i see a i see a lack of uh a lack of institutional control <laughs> I see a lack of schemes i see you know you gotta have something going where you can drop a key play for your uh Drop a key player for your, for your favorite for your player, for your biggest player, for your strongest player, for your toughest player that can, can go one-on-one, whoever that may be, on any given night. You know, and I'm, not gonna say, I'm sorry, but this is just, uh, just pure, this is not just pure coincidence. I think of myself as going into this game tonight and getting tall towards the end when they had the big lead. I was, well, we'll see what they do now. Because it seems like they're the, they're the, you know, second half is they're the 13-minute Badgers. Because they played pretty good up to about the 7-minute mark and they fall apart. They stop moving. They stop passing the ball. They stop isolating. You know, they always want to isolate. Pass the ball and get some shots. Get the motion offense going. You know, and, and that's the guard because he just keeps, he's pathetic that way with the with offense. Gotta have these guys moving the ball. You know, that's what happened with when they had Brad Davidson last year. Davidson was a great free throw shooter, which they could get away with going down towards the end of the game, and then, uh, you know, he was able to take the free throws. You know, and they fell into that, they fell into that, they don't fall into the Ethan Half Trap. But that's what they got going this year. So, they won by five. You can't, you can't judge from my, uh, from my fired up mentality, can you? You think you lost the game. I don't mean to be like that. But I'm just trying to let people know and say, hey, you know, from what my opinion is, that's my opinion. And from what I hear, every jackass has one. So, the thing is, is that, you know, I love, uh, I love defense. And... You know, the defense the Badgers played tonight in the first part of the game was great. And, um, you know, the thing is, though, but Ohio State was horrendous. Horrendous tonight. And when they start coming back in the end, that was great, but, I mean, for them, but <laughs> they should have never gotten down by 18 points. They were just ridiculous. The, the, the good rookie phenom, Sensabaugh, he falls out, like with seven minutes remaining. He was, he was on. He was had four fouls, He's on the uh, bench up until I think the seven minute mark was when they brought him in. He wasn't even on the court for one possession. He, he committed an offensive fall and he's done. And he he reminds me a lot of uh, Michael Red. And uh, Red was a, just an incredible player in the NBA with the Bucks, but. But Ohio State, he was incredible. He was He's freshman of the year, I do believe. It's always going to be a. Uh, it's always, there's going to be like certain guys that, for me, that I have comparisons to. And, you know, I think I might go red with uh, Ohio State, but I also think of. Uh, and they said it on their broadcast in the Ohio State broadcast, too, is that kind of a CG, and it was a uh, Jay Burson. I don't know if you, remember, if you guys remember Jay Burson or not, but that guy could really play, and he play, left it on his sleeve, and he was dynamic. Him and Jimmy Jackson were really, really good players on that team, and uh, I believe it was 1986 team. And the thing was, was that, you know, it's, it's hard to be... It's hard to find a uh, it's hard to find a rhythm when when you're not getting the ball and when the ball is not being you're not getting an open shot off a look. Can cannot just you cannot just sit there and bounce the ball and move the basketball so you can move the defense around at least. You know and and that's the, one of the things I'm kind of getting tired of them too is, is throwing the ball down low. When they throw it down low. It seems to me that I like the, uh, the they hang on to the ball too long down low. If you don't have anything, pop the ball back out, and then you can pop the ball back in in, in the paint, and because that's that's how it works the best. That's what I've seen. You know, I don't see the Badgers ever having a. Uh, you know, they're going to have to win games by uh, Braun, not Ryan Braun either. But I'm talking about Braun or. Brawl. Well they to sweat. That's how they're gonna have to win games. So they might as well get the free throw scene going. You know, and, and it does help to have some rhythm, that's for sure. Their defense, I have, you know, was was good tonight. But why does Carter Gilmore always oh, always oh, in the game? He should not be. You know, they need to start, they need to play with their best players. You know, it's just, it, if, if somebody thinks that, Car, that Car, Carter Gilmore is, is a good player and a, one of their best players, that's fine, that's your own That's your own uh, opinion. But from what I've seen, when he's shooting 38% like that, he's got no business being in the game. You know, um... And I know he's not happy, Gilmore, but I know Brian Gilmore's his dad. That's what they're saying. I'm thinking to myself, you know, he was Wall's buddy. We got to quit playing buddies, okay? Play the best guy on the court. That deserves to be on the court. Play the best guy that deserves to be on the court. You know, and the guy's not shooting. The guy's shooting 38% from the free throw line. That's fine. But he's probably got no right being in the game at that time. You know, and, and, and the thing is too for me is that what I've seen is You know, I I, I see I see off I don't know if he's gonna take over, be coach. I, I compare I was thinking of him and uh, how similar him and Jimmy Leonard are. Hometown you know, the uh well, was grabbing off from South Dakota, but he was raising a Badger program for basketball. And um, what a good player he was and how what a hustler he was. He didn't have the skills of uh, LeBron James. He didn't have the skills of those guys, but he sure did have the uh, the nastiness in the fight. Um, that's the thing. You know, those guys are, they're grabbing off. They're talking about him. They're talking about somebody on the, uh, on the he didn't say Kravinov, but I'm sure it was. They, this guy's just, they, they describe him on the uh, scouting reports when they were playing the Badgers back when Kravenhoff was going to school. And he said, yeah, this guy's just playing nasty. And I'm like, well, that'd be Joe Kravenhoff that's for sure. He getting whack and... His face is all knotted up and he's still sticking his mug in where he needs to get that loose ball. You know, and that's the thing that I like about it. That's the thing I like about their their coaching staff. They have a good coaching staff. I swear the only only downfall is uh, the head coach. That sounds like a uh, cheap shot at him, but that's just what I see. You know, I mean, I know there's people out there that support Greg Gard. I know there's certain people out there that like Greg Gard. You know, and and when I just see, I'm just going to be honest with it. I I just, I'm not there to bash on the guy. You know, if I was so, uh, if I was so good, I could probably go and do the job, right? But I'm not. So, it takes a heck of a lot of heat. And I'm sure his stomach sure doesn't feel too well and he gets over. And It's gotta be a uh it's a tough position to be in, you know. And you know, but I just I just feel that maybe it's time for him to uh to step back and see what somebody else can do. Because you know, we we deserve a winning team at Wisconsin. You know, I'm not talking about a team that wins by five points, that holds on to the ball for seven minutes in the, in the quarter and has another one of those dry spells at. And when they talk about dry spells at Wisconsin with offense, do we talk about dry spells or what? Oof. That's what I saw with uh, quite a few games I've seen with great Guard as coach, and they're bowling leads because of these dry spells. Got to find a way to play through that stuff. You know, and I—I I didn't see any difference tonight. I still saw the same holding and bouncing going on, and you know, there was no in—in in and out thing going with the moving the ball on or nothing like that. I just saw a lot of bouncing, bouncing basketballs. Even the one they threw on the court that got onto the court and had to stop the game. I don't know about that one, but I thought it was pretty funny. Beach—he said it was a beach ball or something, but. Anyways, yeah, it was. uh, You know, I love Matt and I love Matt and Mike. They're fine, but sometimes I just I get a little bit different feel of the game and of the teams when I listen to the other announcers. And uh, you know, it's it's fun to listen to games that too. It's like it reminds me when I was a little kid and. You know, there's nothing to do that night, nice. so you just like get underneath the covers. You take the transistor radio and you, you go up and down the dial, just you know, hoping to get something in without a, too much crackling. You know, and 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 that was the thing that I liked to do when I was a kid, and uh, you know, you can you can listen to the lamp, you can listen to. <laughs> I love those listeners. Chicago Loyola Ramblers and, uh... we you used to play Paul in you know, those great games, you know, those rivalries, and, uh... You know, it was... It was like you just get something good off 720, I remember that. It was, you know, it was the thing, it was just that... You know, it's, it's fun to, uh... It's, it's fun to have, uh, tune-in radio because I can get through all the, uh... I can get to most of the games that I want to listen to and uh, get a get a true sense and a true feeling for the intensity of what's going on. You know, and if I want to, I can, you know, it's like I can listen to the Badger game and pull away from the TV. Um, you know, the TV's all right, but I just, I would rather much listen to it on the game. Listen to it on the radio. Listen to the game on the radio, I should say. And it's just so much better for me to uh, to think about what uh, what goes on in my uh, in my life with what's going on right now. But it's just it's it's I'm mean, at such a plateau in my life, and it's just like I don't know if I can go forward, or backwards, or where I'm going. But anyways, what I'm just trying to say is that sports gives me a just dis- sports gives me a disruption in my, uh, in my mind and spirit. And, uh, it's fun just to be able to sit there and watch a game and take my mind off of things and, uh, not be so, uh, not be so withdrawn from everybody, from everything. So, you know, it's, it's, it makes a lot of sense for me as to, uh, it's to look at the, uh, the players, too, their mental attitudes, and, uh, I can watch, you know, and I can hear them, I pretty much know what's going to happen when I, when I'm listening to the game on the radio, um, you know, you can hear if they're moving the ball around, you figure they're probably going to get a good shot off the team that you're listening to, or the, yeah, you know, and it's just like, that's what I'm talking about. I've mean, talking about, when I'm talking about moving the basketball, when to get them to the free throw line you know bolt ryan you said i don't i don't understand why why they don't go back to the more traditional uh stuff that bolt ryan ran at u w to get the uh to get the to get the back door cut if they need to or get the get a good jumper off you know it's just move the ball. But you know, it's just—it's so much. It's—it's it's just so disappointing, you know. And one of the things that I was listening to too, you know, this has kind of been a—even only one. This has been a little bit of a bitch session for me. I apologize. But the thing is, is that when I saw, or I saw Saturday was the fact that it seemed to me that nobody wanted to move the ball again. You know, when they shot. They shot bad free throws tonight again. I think it was, I know it was like fifty-four percent or something like that. That's just ridiculous. But you can help. You can help your free throw shooting, and your guys shooting free throws is getting into a rhythm. And uh, you know, I think one of the things I've seen too is that, you know, if you, it's just if you can if you have good defense. If you have a good defense like the Badgers do, they're going to get. They should be getting good shots too from the defense because they should be able to. They should be able to get get better shots, but also get to the uh, get to the line more with a, with the a pump fake and. Uh, you know, there's certain different ways to get a defensive player in the air because they're going to be have more. Uh, they're going to have more of the, oh, they want, they want to block the shot, so they're going to, have to, they're going to be more likely to jump and go after the shot if you pump fake them when you're down low because there's a lot of pressure on them. To, there's a lot of pressure on the defensive team to hold them. So you're going to go up there and you're going to try to get a block or make a defensive play. You're not going to be able to just sit back here on your heels and do nothing. So that's the thing that the Badgers have to uh, start getting better at. And, uh, you know, I don't know about these, uh, you know, this Chris McIntosh stuff. Guard's got to move it along. I, would, I would, He's got to start peeling the heat right now. I mean, it's unfortunate because... Well, if you don't do your job and if you're not getting the typical results you need to be getting, then you're probably going to look for another job at the end of the year. Because it's great what Macintosh has done with the coaching situation at UW. But he also needs to do something different with the basketball. Because it's... They can do so much better. They can. They need to be winning. You know, they can. They need to win more titles. I understand that. But once they get to the Big Ten tournament, and on to the, uh to the NCAA tournaments, be no question. They should just be writing themselves into the final sixteen. You know, I, I'm just saying that because it's like there's a lot of money that's been spent. That's been spent on the uh call center and uh, practice facilities and and uh, I think you're due for an upgrade too. To be honest with you, yeah, the call center center's 25 years old. That's old. But you know, it's it's fun to it's funny that I think about that stuff because I think about all the games I've gone to at. I used to go to them at the field house and uh you know it's fun, I've gone to a lot of games at the Cole Center too, but in my eyes and my I just thought maybe the field house had a lot more energy. And it usually had more energy because of the uh type of teams that the Badgers had back then. And they had a chip on their shoulder back then because if you get an NIT, oh my Lord. You know, it was just amazing. When you're playing, you know, and, and you're playing up against you know, when you're playing in Michigan or you're playing in Illinois or you know, these are these are teams that are known to be uh fast paced, uh fast-paced teams and move it. You know, this is, I'm sorry, about it. I'm talking about 25 years ago. But uh, I'm just saying is that, you know, at the field house back then, it was, you got down to a certain point or to the point where the guy was up at the free throw line at the end of the game went to make a free throw for the opposing team. You just slammed your freaking feet into the boards up there. Try to do that at the coal center, you know, I mean... But that's the thing, is is that you know it's a lot of fun. It it's also has it's a lot of has a lot of uh, has a lot of positives for seating and stuff like that at the coal center and for the aisles and stuff like that. And it looks like a freaking movie theater in there too, much, though. So, but anyways. <laughs> Well, I haven't been to a game in a, long, in a while either, so maybe I'm just being a, uh, just trying to give some, um, I'm just trying to put a positive spin on things here too with the Badgers and things that, you know, they've got Northwestern coming up on Saturday at really uh, 5 o'clock, I believe. Check check the chiming. I can't remember that one so far. But anyway, I know it's I know it's February fifth and I believe that's Saturday. And uh Sunday. Sunday's the fifth. It's probably it's probably five o'clock game. But anyways, what I'm saying is that they could start winning some games here, it'd be nice. You need to get some you know, in, in this It's got to be a way to have them stop bowling free throws in the end. And, uh, it's not about a better, it doesn't have anything to do with a better free throw shooter. What it's got to have, it's got to have something to be, it's a, if you need to get Connor up there, you need to get him ball, just like they do with Davidson. You know, find those select free throw shooters that can put the ball in the net. And the only one I see so far that can do that is Connor. But uh it's gonna be a lot more of a uh it's gonna be a pretty nasty stretch going down in February here, going down the stretch and uh I gotta say, the Badges are if if they're gonna do anything this year in the tournaments, they've gotta start winning some games. Not be on a not be on a five out of six not be... Last, you know, not into about one out of the, one of the six in your last seven games or whatever. It's just ridiculous. But they come back to the uh, cold center on, uh, come back to the cold center. So that'll be interesting. If nobody else has told you that they love you today, I do. Thanks.